Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Time now for WEEI Football Sunday with Fitzy and Hart. WEEI Football Sunday is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By New England Recovery Center in Westboro, where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com. By Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com. And by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, WEEI Football Sunday. The time is at hand, ladies and gentle friends. We are just under an hour away from throwing to Westwood's One's coverage. Westwood's was One's, uh, good job, Nick. Excellent as always. Top shelf, Fitzy, total broadcast, consummate professional. Westwood One's coverage of Championship Sunday. Eagles hosting the 49ers. Haven't had a chance to look at the TV or check much social media, Andy, but I imagine Lincoln Financial is turning into a scene. And then, of course, tonight, some place that is always a scene, arguably one of the best, if not the best tailgate in the NFL, certainly with the best pregame meals, Geha Field at Arrowhead Stadium, where the Bengals, who won last year, surprisingly coming back from 21-3 down to win in overtime 27-24, are taking on Patrick Mahomes. How injured he'll be, we'll have to see in the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's actually give a little round-the-room preview of the games right now. And he's been doing such a good job behind the ones and twos like he did last week as well. Our producer, Ethan Hurstadulu. I said producer. Oh, my God. Yes, you did. Jeez. I I was thinking just a few minutes ago. Let me take you during the break. I stepped outside, just needed a little fresh breath of air. Just let me see some sunlight. Okay, there's not much. It's mostly gray. Okay, but the air is crisp. Yeah, three hours is good for a radio show. I think coming off the Danny call and everything like we've done so far, they're like, I'm good. I'm good. Three hours is good, but no, we got to do four. We're going to do the supersized preview show. You just reached that saturation point, which is why it's so good to have a producer who can also deliver quality analysis, perspectives, and takes. He hosts the Greeks Gridiron on YouTube. Make sure you check it out and give him a sub. Ethan, who is to do Ethan, uh, good day, sir. 
How do you see the first game breaking down, and who do you like between Niners and Eagles? Eagles going off at two and a half, I believe, still, which is where the line has been all week. Well, I definitely like this game for the under, without a doubt. I don't know how about you guys feel about that, but after watching uh, the 49ers play last week against the Cowboys, and you now have another two stellar defenses going head-to-head, while there's a lot of scoring potential on both sides, this really feels like it's going to be one of those under games. When I previewed this game, it was 46. Do do you guys have the over-under in front of you right now? I don't. Looks like i got to share this with you. 45 and a half? What's that? You said it's 45 and a half? Yep. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay. What were you going to share? Um, when we started the show, the percentage of bets on Eagles and 49ers was 68% Eagles, 40, um, this is via the Action Network, and 40% on 49ers. It is now 60% on the Eagles and 40% on the 49ers, which means there's been a lot of late action coming in on the 49ers, which is interesting. Well, I think they're, I mean, this is probably one of the best underdogs you could probably bet on. I mean, the 49ers are absolutely stacked to the brim on the offense and the defensive side, so you can't really go wrong. Like, the only thing you're looking at that's glaring is, like, can this rookie quarterback handle the situation? And that's kind of where I drew the line with this whole thing. I mean, the Eagles are 7-1 at home with Jalen Hurts uh, as their starting quarterback. They obviously lost a game when... um, What's his face was backing up Gar- for him? Gar- Gar- uh, Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Minshew. Yes, thank yeah, you. Minshew, uh, when yep. he was backing up for him against the Cowboys. And then when you look at the 49ers, they are undefeated on the road since Brock Purdy has taken over. So, I mean, they're colliding and they're going to collide aggressively. I think what it's really going to boil down to, though, is going to be third and fourth down. And fourth down specifically, this was actually an interesting number that I pulled when I was previewing these games earlier this week. The Eagles have attempted on fourth down. 32 times going for it to try to convert, and they have managed to successfully convert 22 of those. That's almost 70% conversion rate on fourth down. That's that's mad 22 out of 32 fourth down convert? 22 out of 32. That is a four down team to the absolute limit, and that's that's Madden numbers. That's like something you don't really see very often, and so I think realistically, if you're the 49ers defense, you go into this game and you're expecting to be playing on all four downs every single set of downs, just because they've been so, they're so good. They can beat you so many ways from the Eagles' offensive perspective. They can beat you on the ground. They can have Jalen Hurts throw the football. He can run the football, whatever they need to do. So I think it's going to be tight. It's going to be lower scoring affair, but I really think it comes down to which defense can really just, you know, shut things down on those, like, you know, those big conversions there on the third and fourth, specifically on the 49ers side. But I do like the Eagles. I think they get it done. I trust in Jalen Hurts a little bit more. I just think that with his, you know, bigger school, bigger game experience from college up until now, he's progressed so well. And I'm a big believer in Brock Purdy. He has made me a believer in the time that he's been playing the last few weeks. But if if I'm going to pick something that's going to really help me lean one way or the other, it's going to be what quarterback do I trust more between these two teams? And it's got to be Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Now, Andy, a couple other fun little stats. The 49ers, uh, as ferocious as that defensive front is, haven't given up a 70-yard runner, I believe, all season. The defensive line for the Eagles, however, as we were discussing the other day with Mego, right now are currently the uh, have the second most stats, uh, second most sacks, excuse me, in NFL history behind the '84 Bears. Uh, and depending on how long their postseason run goes, they could end up with the most sacks in a single season, postseason included as well. That's a hell of a good offensive line for San Francisco, but. They may see some things today for Brock Purdy that he hasn't seen, and he sure as hell is going to experience an environment he has never had to contend with. And by the way, these two quarterbacks played against each other in 2019. How about that? How about that? Yeah, I saw that uh, 
making the rounds last week as soon as this game was uh, finalized. Um, and and I, I, it is cliche, it is boring in some se- in some ways to talk about Purdy, but as you mentioned, Fitzy, the the environment is going to be a difficult one. And then you mix in the pass rush, and I continue to mix in. I thought early last week he looked like a rookie that wanted to play like a rookie and then settled in. But if he does that early in Philly and that pass rush gets after him, it only takes one or two mistakes to totally swing the game, which will totally swing his season. So, um, And I also think the Eagles are a little disrespected, it feels like. I know they're at home. Underappreciated. Yes, they are. 14-3, and 15-3 now. Because they're like... They don't have Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and George Kittle, but they're as as good an all-around team or better, in my mind, especially when you consider the quarterback position an MVP candidate. But A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, really good. Um, their backfield, good. Their pass rush, good. Like, they're good across the board. They have a very good roster playing at home, and I think people lose that because they get – sort of uh, wowed by the the glitz and the glamour of all the all-pros and stars on the 49ers. These Eagles are pretty talented, too. I think one thing about the Eagles is that, they, what, like what I mentioned just a few seconds ago, was with them being able to get it done in so many different ways, it almost mm-hmm. kind of takes the shine off of all those skilled players they have because they don't need their stud wide receivers to beat you every game. They don't need their stud running backs to beat you every single game. They don't need to put it all on the quarterback. They can beat you each and every single way, so right. it almost rubs some of the shine off of them. And like, you don't you're not looking at it like, oh, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Jamar Chase, and Joe Mixon, and T. Higgins. Like Everyone else has like the flash player that they go to, but the Eagles will beat you with everyone. Mm-hmm. Now, last week, for example, Kenneth Gainwell was the leading rusher, not Miles Sanders, for the Eagles, and it was Devonta Smith. Not AJ Brown, right? Uh, the lead, yeah, leading rusher and leading receiver was Devonta Smith. Not AJ Brown, and also Dallas Goddard had a hell of a game and caught the first touchdown pass as well. Look, I think San Francisco's story is wilder than we could have anticipated. With Brock Purdy winning eight games in a row, going on the road for a couple of wins, his first win as a starter, not in relief, is against Tom Brady. And there are a few coaches that do a better job of preparing and scheming things out than Kyle Shanahan, but. He does have a tendency to sort of choke or overanalyze when the money is on the table and things are on the line. On top of it, I just trust the Philadelphia defense and that environment to get to him enough or force him to make the one big mistake that's going to cost them in the end. I've heard a couple people also say that if one game's going to get out of hand, if there's going to be a lopsided affair or a beatdown, maybe the Eagles just flat out boat race the 49ers and the, you know the offense just blitzes them from the from jump. I don't think that's going to happen. I got like a 27-21, 24-21 type of affair. I think the Eagles cover. It's a good watch, but I I like most people think the real game is the next one. Uh we got a few minutes to get to this one real quick, then we got a trend and Shime is going to help us out with our best bets. Uh I'll start with you Andy, then to you Ethan. Second game. This is where I know your heart is. I think most people are even more interested especially regionally in Bengals versus Chiefs. A lot of Bengals fans in New England right now. The line has actually moved in this one, Andy. Now it's you can get Bengals plus two and a half, which means a teaser's eight and a half, yet two thirds of all bets are in on the Bengals. So um anything change or do you still are you still on the borough train, Andy? Yeah, I'm still on the borough train. Um I, I still think they are they got a little something going. 
And I know Chris Jones has done a really nice job, in my opinion, of trying to Belichick it here, calling it Burrowhead Stadium, saying it's not a rivalry because we haven't beaten them. He is doing a very interesting uh, mind manipulation for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the ankle is the obvious storyline for Patrick Mahomes in this one. But I just think the Bengals, Joe Burrow, are ready to go into Arrowhead. I, I think Joe Burrow said we're coming. They're still the team to beat, and we're coming for them. I love that swagger, and I just love the talent. I don't know. You know, we talk about these teams are all good. They're all talented. Mm-hmm. But the best all-around offensive talent on this field is the Cincinnati Bengals. I know Mahomes is good, and I know Kelsey is good. But when you say Burrow, Mixon, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, that's a dominant offensive attack. If the offensive line does their job, Joe Burrow was, will do his. I think this is going to be high scoring. I got like uh, 31-27 Bengals. This is going to be a fun game, I hope. Yeah, and don't forget it was a Chiefs linebacker earlier this week when asked, I think Willie Gay might be his name, who's, when asked about uh, what was to be feared uh, on the Bengals' offense, he said nothing. So, you know, that, like the, the war of words between these two teams, calling it Burrowhead uh, both ways. And then, of course, real quick before, Ethan, we get your take. Uh, if you have the audio, I got to say, a few people regionally, maybe nationally, may have been turned by this in case no one has heard this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is actually the mayor of the city of Cincinnati Friday taking to his personal social media account on Twitter to issue an official proclamation in favor of the Bengals against the Chiefs. But the way he did it, oh boy, I don't know if I can get behind this. Roll it, Ethan. Good afternoon, Cincinnati. I have a proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be it proclaimed, whereas the Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC Championship game. Whereas at last year's game, the Bengals scored more points than the Chiefs, resulting in a Bengals victory and a Chiefs loss. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test (laughs) confirming whether or not he's his father. Whereas all season long, Cincinnati has been on a path of destiny, fighting it out to overcome anyone who stands between them and a Super Bowl win. And whereas Kansas City is named after its neighboring state, which is, you know, just kind of weird. Now, therefore, I, Aftab Kirval, mayor of the city of Cincinnati, do hereby proclaim January 29th, 2023, as they got to play us day in Cincinnati. Thank you. Wow. Uh, does that, does that, Ethan, does that give, is that, would that factor into how you feel about the game at all? Does that give you the cringes oh like some God. people say? Seeing that made my heart sink because I'm really <laughs> high on Cincinnati, but that is like, that is the worst. Like, you have to win now. You can't lose Holy and have poke something the bear, like that. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, listen, I love Cincy in this game. Um, I have been a diehard Joe Burrow guy. Since I'll never forget the moment, it was towards the end of the Packers game last year when they lost that like wild, everyone was missing field goals game. And I was watching him just kind of like operate at the line of scrimmage. And this guy, I I knew it. I was like, this, he's going to be a guy. He is the dude. And it took him all the way to the Super Bowl last year. I still believe in them right now. I'm uh, regardless of the the game that they're playing with Patrick Mahomes ankle and whether he's actually hurt or not. And whether, you know, because he's walking off podiums and he looks fine, blah, blah, blah. I think it's going to affect him in some capacity, and a lot of his game does rely on that kind of backyard style. I can get out of the pocket and extend a play for 10 seconds and still make something happen, cross body to the other side of the field. I just think with 
how good this Cincinnati team, and Hart mentioned it too, they have so many good players on offense. Tyler Boyd is probably one of the most underappreciated wide receivers, and he has been great since A.J. Green was around in, in, in uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Bengals with this one. I like the over on this game. Both of these teams don't necessarily have the greatest pass defense in terms of numbers. They're both allowing uh, somewhere around like 225-ish yards per game through the air. So I think that with both teams being a top-five passing offense, this game could get a little out of hand in terms of just both sides being able to move the ball fairly well, especially if Mahomes does end up playing well and the injury doesn't hamper him as much as some people might expect. But it's going to be a good one. A lot of lightning, a lot of fire. I think it's it'll be exciting. But Bengals 28-24, Burrow goes to 4-0, and hopefully the Cincinnati mayor just never does that again because this is that was I I wanted to cry when I saw that because I'm that just was like, brutal. You're throwing my my picks out the window right now because now Kansas City has everything going for them and all the momentum now because you have something like that coming from the mayor. Yeah, that was that was that was rough shakes. A lot of people were like Chiefs by a thousand, Chiefs by a hundred. Great, now I can't root for Burrow. That would that would standing. I think the one thing that people are looking past is that Andy Reid, who is now going to his tenth championship Sunday, his tenth conference championship, five with the Eagles, now five straight with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, has had a whole week as one of the greatest play callers, play engineers, play designers in NFL history to figure out a way to work within the limitations of Patrick Mahomes under center, and they've got a dynamite offensive line, and they've got a running back who has just been getting better and better and better over the season. And while I don't love the way they played against Jacksonville last week, and quite frankly, they were a Jamal Agnew fumble away from possibly even being out of that game or losing at home when Mahomes was first injured, Isaiah Pacheco is going to be the most valuable player on the field today for the Kansas City Chiefs. If they can establish anything resembling a ground game early, and I know that the Bengals have a good defensive line and Trey Hendrickson might be the most underrated defensive tackle on the field, if not in the AFC, and that's a field that also has Defensive Player of the Year nominee Chris Jones on it. He gets home a lot, but if Pacheco can get out there in space and be the bruiser that he's been, the compliment of he, McKinnon, and Kelsey may just be enough. I think we can't sleep on the Chiefs. Everyone's gone Bengals, and for some reason, something tells me it's going to boomerang back. I got the Chiefs winning this one. 27-24, even though I'll be rooting for Ben's gals all the way. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Good job, boys. When we come back, let's figure out a way to make some money on this game. Our resident uh, degenerate himself, Chris Scheim, is calling in in just a few moments. But first, we'll catch up on the rest of everything else going on. Here's Ethan once again trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. All right, trending now at WEI and WEI.com. Championship Sunday is here for the NFL, and you can catch both games right here on WEI with pregame coverage beginning right after this show at 2 p.m. Kickoff for 49ers and Eagles is set for 3 p.m. and Bengals and Chiefs at 6.30. But again, pregame coverage starting right at 2 as soon as this show wraps up here. The Celtics snapped a three-game losing streak against the L.A. Lakers last night in an overtime thriller, 125-121. to Jalen Brown leading the way in scoring 
scoring for the Celtics with 37 points on the night. Anthony Davis, after the game, was livid, stating the Celtic or excuse me, the Lakers were cheated out of a victory due to a missed foul right before the end of the fourth quarter on LeBron James. The Celtics are now off until Wednesday when they host the Brooklyn Nets, and tip-off for that game is set for 7:30. And your Boston Bruins were stunned by the Florida Panthers, four to three in overtime last night. Alexander Barkov scored with just 1.4 seconds left in regulation for the Panthers to force overtime before Sam Reinhart put it in the Bruins net in just 17 seconds into overtime to give them the victory. The Bruins play again tonight in North Carolina against the Hurricanes. Puck drop for that game is set for 5 p.m. And it's the football postseason winner go home and the Boston Sports Original has all the news, all the takes, and all the games. WEI's coverage of the NFL playoffs is sponsored by Wise Snacks. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. I'm Ethan Ursadulu and that is what's trending here at WEI and WEI.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Just seeing right now, a friend of mine sent me this. Uh, There is a lit electric billboard on the outskirts of Kansas City today in the white, red, and gold colors of the Kansas City chefs. And all it says is hashtag revenge. So you know what's on the mind of Kansas City Chiefs fans today. Another friend followed up in that same text chain and said, I'm surprised the sign was actually spelled correctly. Oh. (laughs) Cheap shot. (laughs) Have you ever been to Kansas City, Andy? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's um good sports, good foods, but um yeah. that'll do. Yeah, no, it's nothing um nothing special. I was always most intrigued by that idea a few years ago where they were going to have a moving roof that was going to cover uh Arrowhead Stadium and and Kauffman Stadium and move back and forth. Found that to be the most intriguing. That would thing be ever. pretty rad. Yeah. How in the holy blazes are they going to build that? Big wheels and big structures and big money (laughs) yes i don't think it ever went past the uh, theoretical point but i was always intrigued by that idea and i also like barbecue so i like being there for barbecue but Mm. yeah no it's nothing uh, oh yeah overly special arthur bryant's jack stack etc like you can't get much better barbecue it's a great town like 48 hours to catch a baseball game a football game uh strap the feedback on listen to some good music great after that yeah all set all set indeed. But hey, these football games today, more than just for eating, more than just for drinking, also for making some money. And I believe joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, the one, the only, the guy who's been on a heater of late, made us some big bucks last Sunday, hoping he can return and actually make the second verse more profitable than the first. The one, the only, primetime Shime time himself, Chris Shime. Shima, how are you, kid? Boys, what's going on? Happy NFL Championship Sunday. Happy Champ Sunday, the best individual day of football. The final Sunday for seven months with multiple football games. The only way I could possibly see my way through the depression that I'm about to enter into is if you help us win some money and also there might be wings and nachos. Shime, uh, how did you do? Oh, 
overall last Sunday, I believe it was you who said you, you're the only voice I heard locally, nationally, anywhere who said that Bengals bills could be a lopsided affair. Yeah. You know, I just had this gut feeling. I didn't think that the, I felt like the bills defense in general was overrated. I felt like the offense had been very uh, one dimensional and that one dimension is Josh Allen, which is why they had one to that point um, because he is that good. But against the guy like Lou Anarumo, uh, on the defensive side of the ball for Cincinnati, I just you can't be one dimensional. You have to be multiple in in, in so many different ways. And so uh, I just felt like Cincinnati had all of the right things cooking. Whether it was the the revenge factor, the nobody believes in us factor, the neutral site factor, on top of the actual football factors, that they just they were primed for a, a bit of a boat race, if you will, uh, on uh, on the Buffalo Bills. Sean, as you analyze games, question for you. Do you Uh care about, um, I'm I'm not even sure exactly what they're called, but when they put the spreads out before, the week before the games, like, for example, right now. The look-ahead spreads. The look-ahead spreads for the Eagles Mm. are favorites in the Super Bowl. Do you, when, when you compare those to what actually become the spread when the game is actually finalized, and if there is an intriguing difference, does that factor into your analysis of a game and maybe how recency bias plays in or doesn't play into games? So when it comes to football, not necessarily, um, especially because I think that you have to take each individual game one at a time, just like a, a normal football team does. I, I think that looking ahead a lot of the times can – Bell uh, disaster, uh, you know, outside of, you know, if you're going to place a futures bet for the Super Bowl, you know, in week three or four and you want to ride it, like, good for you. But I think in, in this instance, looking ahead to possible Super Bowl spreads does nothing for me uh, now or the, or when the Super Bowl actually happens, just because, again, I think football is a sport that when you're playing it and while you're betting it, you need to simply take it one game at a time and you need to evaluate the game as it is and not necessarily – uh, allow everything else to influence your decision. The Bill Belichick betting style, one game at a time. Hey, <laughs> it works. It's been working for our guy for the longest time. Okay, Shime, a little update. I know you're an Action Network guy. So now a larger percentage of the bets is in on the 49ers. It was about 70-30 all week. Now it's 60-40. Uh, you can get the Eagles most places, minus three, some two and a half. Check this out, though. The percentage of money, 84% of the money is on the Eagles. That's wild. Yeah. So I, I guess that's yeah. the public favorite. Uh, how do you? Uh, let's start with the 3 o'clock game. How do you like uh, 49ers at Eagles? Yeah, yesterday even, uh, this was more like 90-10 when it came to money percentage. Uh, so oh. you, you have seen a lot of, with that increased number of bets on the 49ers, there has been some more money there as well. Um but I've kind of been on this all weekend, and uh, I did it last week. I'll, I'll do it again this week. If there's going to be a boat race, it's going to be Eagles over 49ers um, this weekend. I think that I think that Bengals Chiefs game is just going to be so close. I don't. I, I'm not. I would never be willing to say either team will run away with that game. But in this game in particular, I just I look at the rosters. I break everything down, and I don't think that they're is a more complete roster in the NFL than the Philadelphia Eagles. Top to bottom, this team is very, very good. Um, and it's and it, the way they play defense lures Kyle Shanahan into a trap because Jonathan Gannon likes to just sit back in zone and force you to check down and run the football. And 
So if Kyle Shanahan is willing to do what he did a few years ago with Jimmy Garoppolo and throw the ball seven times and let Christian McCaffrey carry this ball 30 times in the game, the 49ers have a chance to win. But if they try to put this ball in the hands of Brock Purdy against the best defensive backs in football, uh, against the team that wants you to throw the football and try and attack the middle of the field, I don't think the 49ers will have any success, and you will see the Eagles dominate in this game. Travis Kelsey has been dominant in his uh, recent postseason career, and some of the numbers are just absolutely silly that he's putting up. What do you think about, and I know he popped up with a back injury late in the week, so that is a concern here, and it's an intriguing number, six and a half for the over Mm. on Travis Kelsey catches. Yeah, I think I get it. Um, I'm going to stay away from all Travis Kelsey things today. Uh, I, I think it's in part due to the injury, but also in part because I look at this Kansas City team right now. If Mahomes is not 100% healthy, the only way they win this game is if Travis Kelsey has an unbelievable game, in my opinion, right? And, and that's 10 for a buck 20 and a touchdown or two, right? Like it is, it is going to have to be quick passes from Mahomes and Kelsey is doing a ton after the catch. Uh, I just, unless unless Mahomes is 100% healthy, and then maybe it's a little bit different, but I think the that chemistry right there is going to be the the biggest X factor for the Chiefs if they want to win this football game. Um, and if I'm Lou Anarumo, who has been fantastic against elite quarterbacks in the NFL all season, he's he's made elite quarterbacks look like Mac Jones on an EPA per play basis, which we all watched Mac Jones this year was sure. not good. Um, so, and that's not to say that Patrick Mahomes hasn't had some success. I just feel like if I'm the defensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals, my number one priority above all else is limiting Travis Kelsey. Is he going to get his? Sure. Every good receiver is going to get theirs. But at the same time, you saw it kind of with what happened with Justin Jefferson um, in that in that Giants game where you can catch a lot of passes, but if you're not getting anything after the catch, a lot of the times you can be minimized. And so I think that's what you see from the Bengals. So if I was going to play a prop on Kelsey, I would lean receptions over yards, but overall I think I'm going to stay away. As far as other props go, Shime, uh, last week A.J. Brown groused a little bit that he didn't get enough targets against the Giants. Uh, we know, or at least we have a pretty good idea, that you can actually go over the top against the 49ers. They can be had on the deep roots. Um, I like the A.J. Brown reception. Yardage prop, I think, is 70.5. Longest reception is 26.5 yards. I kind of like both of those. I think they're both at minus 110. So those are a couple of tasty little ones. I like Miles Sanders uh, to score anytime touchdown as well. Uh, anyone else? And I also like, I, I think Andy would like this one too, uh, Brock Brock Purdy, the over under on interceptions is is a half a pick. I kind of yep. like him to throw a pick today as well. Any oh, other yeah. propositionals uh, you like where we can make a couple bucks? Yeah, so uh, I have two of my favorite props of the day are in this game. As you said, AJ Brown is without a doubt my favorite prop of the day. It's actually now up to seventy one and a half. It's gone up two yards in the last hour. I know because wow. I just bet it an hour ago at sixty nine and a half. Um, nice uh, for the third time this week. So. Uh, I I cannot express to you how much I love this A.J. Brown number. And it's for a simple reason in that historically the, the way the 49ers defense plays has not been good against run option. So you're going to see, I think, early game, a lot of Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders, which is another reason I love the Jalen Hurts over rushing prop as well at 46 and a half. Mm. So then once they kind of fall into that trap, though, of having to stop that run, 
it becomes similar to the Tennessee Titans game you saw earlier in the year for Philadelphia. We came into that game, Tennessee at the time was the number one rush defense in the league, and immediately Jalen Hurts just dropped back and was just, he saw A.J. Brown in one-on-one coverage and would, did not hesitate to put the ball in his hemisphere, and A.J. Brown dominated the first half of that game. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts ended up with like 380 passing yards and four touchdowns in that game. So I just, I, I love, I love an AJ Brown anytime touchdown. I love the over on AJ Brown. I think the, the even better play, in my opinion, um, for anybody out there that can play same game parlays of sorts, AJ mm-hmm. Brown over 99 and a half receiving yards and a touchdown today is four and a half to one. Ooh. So I, I, I have, I have played that personally. I really like that. I think that it, it gives you a ton of value um, on a guy who I think is going to have a lot of yards today uh, in A.J. Brown. So I guess we need to get uh, your game picks. Yeah, um, I've been pretty consistent on this, I think, all week. Um, I have the Eagles. I'll lay the two-and-a-half points. I don't mind. I've also um, played an alternate line for the Eagles at minus nine-and-a-half. at oh, about I did, two too. And a half No to way. One. Nice. Yeah, so I really like the Eagles in this game. And then uh, the one the one bet uh, on the side I have in Cincinnati, Kansas City, is I, w- I took the Cincinnati money line. I, um, it, I may be residing a little bit on history, and I know some of the, the dumb stuff that they're doing right now, like with the mayor asking for a paternity test of Patrick Mahomes Ugh. and calling it Burrowhead. That doesn't necessarily rub me the right way because – as good as they've been against the Chiefs, they are 3-0 against them, but at the same time, they still haven't won a Super Bowl, and they're acting like the Patriots of, like, 2004, where they're going for their third in four years. So that puts me off a little bit, but at the end of the day, I look at this from a football perspective, and I just think Cincinnati uh, is the better team. They, they don't necessarily have the better quarterback, but Patrick Mahomes, I think, is banged up in this game. I think Cincinnati's a better team. I think Lou Anarumo carrot sign facing him over Andy Reid in this game. Uh, I've been big on Anarumo all year. I don't understand how he's not getting head coaching uh, interviews uh, because I think he's the best defensive mind in the league outside of Bill Belichick. So I, uh, I, will, I will ride with the Cincinnati Bengals and the man with the most ice in his veins, Joe Burrow. I know we can't actually bet sports legally in Massachusetts until Tuesday. What a day. What a glorious day that'll be. Mobile should follow in the middle of March. They're having a big party over at uh, the Encore Boston Harbor for the opening of WinBet so you can physically make bets. What a time to be alive that'll be. But just in case you're someplace you can, Shima, I'll leave you with this one. Do you like this little same-game prop bet And as far as props go? Give me under two-and-a-half passing touchdowns for Mahomes. I want anytime touchdown for Jamar Chase and over 47 and a half rushing yards for Pacheco. Yeah, um, I don't love the Pacheco number. I just think the Bengals mm. might get up early. It's weird just because Kansas City in the last three games has been leading at halftime. And mm-hmm. so if I would bet Kansas City, I'd bet them in the first half, by the way, if you're going to be a real degenerate Kansas City to win the first half since they had to win the game. Um, I don't think Kansas City is going to run the ball uh, quite as much. I think you're going to see a lot of quick passes and a lot of slants. I would look for a Jarek McKinnon receiving yards prop. That's kind of where I would reside okay. more so than Pacheco. I think you're actually going to see more McKinnon today than Pacheco. 
All right, all right, all right. He is one of the producers of the Greg Hill Morning Show. You can hear the crew react to Champ Sunday tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. You won't want to miss it. Give him a follow at Shime Time as well for his manic reactions to how we're all either losing or more than likely winning money. Always a pleasure catching up with you, my guy. We'll look forward to talking to you in two weeks for Super Bowl Sunday. Until then, eat well, drink up. God bless. Boys, appreciate the time. Enjoy NFL Championship Sunday. Nothing quite like it. Joining us on the Harbor One Hotline, Chris Shime, Shime Time himself. All right, Andy, it's time to, as they say in the biz, put a bow on this one. When we come back, final thoughts on Champ Sunday here before we take you to Westwood One's coverage of Eagles and 49ers. This is Fitzy and Hart bringing you WEI Football Sunday. What a good time today's WEEI Football Sunday was. We talked some Celtics, we talked some Patriots, some Belichick, some Bill O'Brien, some Champ Sunday. We gave you prop bets, overs, unders, human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria, Andy Hart. Any final thoughts and takeaways from you, sir, before we wrap it up? Uh, Just uh, enjoy what you're witnessing this weekend. You talked about it, youngest matchup in the NFC, classic matchup in the AFC. We saw... You know, the great years of Manning and, and, and Brady. We saw the transition from Brady to Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You know, you go back to that you know, Jets-Steelers, the last time an AFC title game didn't either have Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes in it. Five straight for the Chiefs here, eight straight for it's the Patriots. It's so long. It is. And so just enjoy when you're watching history and this this elevation, I think, to history of Joe Burrow. Doesn't have a Super Bowl, needs the Super Bowl, but his greatness is is there it's inherent in him um and so just just sit back and enjoy what you're even the coaching matchups mm-hmm. to some degree are really interesting with Andy Reid and the Bengals guy I struggle with his name so I don't say it the the Zach defensive Taylor. coordinator no oh, Lou Anarumo yeah Anarumo who is disrespected but then in the NFC everybody talks about Kyle Shanahan Nick Sirianni I don't really care for him Damn good offensive coach. Damn mm-hmm. good. So his system and what he's done with Jalen Hurts, there's just so much to like in these games. There's really no reason not to like it. No one's snuck in. These are good football teams with good coaches. And, Four best teams in the NFL right now. Right. For sure. And, and good quarterback play. I know we want to wait for Purdy to fall apart, but until he falls apart, he's a good quarterback. It's like Nick Foles goes on a run for that postseason. He was a really good quarterback. Or Joe Flacco for that postseason was a great quarterback. And Purdy is living that right now with three other guys that are really good quarterbacks, MVPs. It's fun. Enjoy it. With you 100%. Can Brock Purdy be the man? Will he be the only rookie to ever lead his team to the Super Bowl? Is this the rise of the Eagles having just been to the Super Bowl a few years ago and now with Jalen Hurts? What an impressive feat that would be. Could Philly get back and win it a second time? Will it be the Andy Reid Revenge Super Bowl? Eagles versus Chefs. Can they get it done on only one good ankle? Is Burrow versus Mahomes the new Brady versus Manning? Can Burrow go back to back at Burrowhead, make it officially Burrowhead, and get to the Super Bowl and finish the job they started at SoFi last year? Holy smokes! I am Ron Burgundy and Anchorman right now. I am a little too excited. I am ready to kill somebody with a trident. And I am also ready for some football, some beverages, the nachos, the wings, all of it. The final Sunday of multiple NFL football games for over half a year. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy it. It's been a pleasure hosting your four-hour radio pregame show. Great job, Ethan Hurstadulu. Great job, Andy Hart. Enjoy, everybody. We will talk to you on the Six Rings podcast this week and wherever else possible. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy Champ Sunday. We'll talk to you later. See you. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.